This is Off the Break Podcast, presented by Silver Screen Insider. Welcome to Off the Break Podcast, your podcast dedicated to current movie theater news, operations, insights from the people that book the movies. I'm Cody, and with me is Kyle, our media manager. Hello. And Ken, a film buyer. Hello. I'm also a film buyer. Anyways, um, <laughs> moving mean, on. You can introduce yourself. <laughs> I, I said, I'm Cody. Oh, I didn't hear that. Introducing <laughs> Cody, the most exhausted film buyer in the I history of so film buying. exhausted people. I thought, oh, yay, when theaters open up, it'll be great. <laughs> but it is so, booking repertory titles, movies, 30 years old is just so exhausting. There's so many. It's just, it's just the booking is so different. It, you know, on a given week, I might book one or two new movies per complex. And now it's like every screen, the slate is being wiped and I have to book something new. So an eight screen theater might have eight different bookings each week, but you're not just booking that week's dates. You're trying to get ahead of the curve because it'll become daunting and so I'm booking that week's and the weeks ahead and any series that may be three or four weeks. So sometimes a complex might have like 15 or 20 bookings in it. It's just oh, well, so much. We'll just wait for the day when um, it's only unhinged that you play and I, you just have to only you, <laughs> you settle with that one. I keep thinking it'll get easier. Like if I keep booking ahead sometime, some week, I will catch up and they will be booked. But inevitably, each week, some new location opens up and then it all series <laughs> bookings start again. And it's just like, I can't ever, if I hadn't booked ahead, I would be so underwater right now. Each week, I've been seeing the life draining further and further oh from God. you too. And I never thought that <laughs> booking Jurassic Park would just like destroy me on the inside. This was supposed to save us, but at yeah. what cost? <laughs> what cost, everybody? What cost mentally? <laughs> can we have another shutdown so I can get some rest? Not a big one, <laughs> just for like a week. Just a week or a, two. I don't know. Just a, a Wednesday month. through Friday. Just a yeah. nice little, uh, everybody <laughs> just takes, you know, at the beginning of this, I thought we could be like Spain where we just shut down for April every for year. Yes, does. Yeah, you just shut down for a month. Yeah. They just schedule it so everybody can get their groceries so nobody has to be open. We can is, travel and. Yeah, you just shut it down for a month. I thought that was, this could be the beginning of that. Wrong. Wrong, <laughs> wrong. Never. No sh- more shutdowns. <laughs> I just want new product to come back so badly because somehow. Booking new movies will mean less work for me. <laughs> well, it's coming soon. By the same time, they keep moving stuff around. But Just they promise do. it's coming soon. Just wait for Friday. <laughs> Friday know. after four o'clock. I feel like that is the worst time to put give out bad news. I mean, that's like the best time to give out bad news because no one's paying attention and then they don't realize it until the Monday. But... But man, I come to dread that Friday afternoon, like, oh, we've made a decision what's, to move what's something. Next? Yeah. <laughs> um oh. so yeah, we're just I am so mentally drained and <laughs> exhausted from all of this. And then and then there's payment issues are coming up and it's just ugh such a mess. This podcast isn't for anyone else. Uh, no. For anyone else. It's just for us to all be able to vent. <laughs> I, yeah. It's really good for counseling. <laughs> it is. <laughs> His. I although I'm so exhausted, I don't even know. Like I barely being able to vent right now. I know we saw it. We saw it out of your in- intro. <laughs> yeah. And I'm a film buyer. <laughs> so is Ken. Whatever. I was, I was questioning my 
my purpose in life, like my career path. I'm a film buyer currently, but we'll see after this weekend. She's yeah. two weeks away from taking the long walk at the end of Judge Dredd. Just, yeah. <laughs> just well, luckily, armed with a good book and a good pair of boots and that's it. Good luck. I'm just, I, maybe it's just this week is just a little bit harder because so it's the most we, locations we've had open up. And I am going to be gone next week. Ken and I are going on a trip um, and we're going to be off the grid. We're going to go float the river, do some fishing. It's going to be good. I'll very much need to unplug. But because of that, because I'm not here to book stuff 10 days in advance, I have to book two weeks of of legit, like booking bookings this week. And then any other additional bookings like go goes on this. So it's just. It's two weeks worth of bookings just this week and it, it's killing me because <laughs> half of it is rounding up everybody to give me what their bookings are be like i'm gonna be gone if you don't give me what the bookings are today you're not getting them yeah you won't get anything yeah <laughs> basically so that's just it's just been a lot more work but it'll just, be worth it vacation's coming for you vacation guys. is coming next week Vacation is coming. New movies are coming. It's yeah. It's all getting the tide is subsiding. <laughs> Maybe We're, your, are we close, cresting? Close your eyes. In your brain, the ocean breeze uh, is wafting over you. You mean the mount, <laughs> light mountain the air? The tide has subsided. Oh, can I? The be beach the is warm on your toes. Ooh, warm sand. All right. Well, we're back. Okay. Podcast mode. I'm still exhausted. Take it up a notch. I need a pina colada and a nap. <laughs> In that order. Doesn't matter. Yeah, yeah. That order doesn't matter. <laughs> So I guess we can talk about a lot of movement on the release schedule. There hadn't been any release schedule for the last couple of weeks. So we haven't really talked about it, but um, we now have some, some movement on it. Some dates are being set. Some dates are being moved. Let's get into it. The first big one was tenant moved. Unfortunately, Excuse me, Unhinged was the big one. No, Unhinged <laughs> the big one, guys. Just because you saw your screener doesn't mean yeah. anyone else knows Shout out to it. Solstice. So Tenet moved from July 17th to July 31st. And thank God Christopher Nolan is on the theater side because this, apparently the studio wanted to push it back a year. And he was like, no, it has to come out in July. So it literally comes out the last day of July. But thank God it comes out in July and we've got something really good to look forward to. He gets it. <laughs> yeah. So I was sad tenant moved, but um but we still we still got it in July. And then in its place they decided to do re-release Inception on its 10th anniversary. It came out July 16th, 2010. And as part of the 10th anniversary, they're going to have some footage of Tenant on it and maybe some superhero footage. So Oh, we'll okay. see, but it's going to have some extra bonuses, so I've been booking lots of those everywhere. That will probably convince quite a few people to go. Yeah, and it gets, it, it'll be really good marketing to get people excited for yeah. Tenet when it does open on July 31st now. Although a double feature of Tenet and Inception would have been great, but this still works. Yeah. I'm fine with it. I'm fine with it. So with Warner Brothers, Wonder Woman moved back from August to October 2nd. That actually really was a bummer because yeah. it's... Not so much that it's in August and and all that. It's just that it was the momentum. It was like you opened uh, Tenant, and then you're supposed to open Mulan, and then a cu- couple weeks later, then you open Wonder Woman, and it just is about the momentum of getting people out. And now we've got um, 
unhinged and then a couple weeks maybe Mulan we'll see if that sticks then Tenet and then then there's a little bit more stuff but not that big a title that will really get people to come out and you probably won't see that until September with um, Quiet Place 2 now the only blessing in disguise I could think of is maybe like initially when Mulan and Tenet are coming out, not that many people are going to the theater. But once they hear like, hey, everything's OK, no one's getting sick, yeah. like there's more trust at this point, then maybe like we'll just be seeing more and more people each week for Mulan and Tenet to where it lasts until September. I'm That's really, the only yeah. silver line I got out of that. I'm really hoping definitely Mulan and Tenet last yeah for a while because it's it's not like you don't need a big opening gross and then it to go away it's yeah. actually the the legs carrying it consistently each week that does that builds momentum over time that's much better for you yeah, yeah. in this case we want to see an increase of people coming and yeah. it'll be decrease. one of the few times yeah. where we see increases from opening weeks possibly yeah yeah for i sure. really hope so yeah but um it I mean, Wonder Woman in October isn't bad. October has been known in the past. If we get a really good film in it, it can be huge. It's a good month. And so I'm hoping that this year having Wonder Woman in October will really kick off this fall season and maybe really stack that that third quarter into the fourth quarter. Yeah, I mean, we've seen that with Joker, A Star is Born, even Venom. Yep. I don't like Venom, but How, I remember Gravity. Business. Yeah. Gravity was, I think, an October oh. film. It was one of the first ones that really carried the oh, month. Oh yeah, yeah. Halloween was last year. That's yeah. right. We Halloween too. That was, yeah. that was the biggest gross ever for biggest opening right. weekend for October ever. So there's room in October to do these things, especially at the yeah. beginning. Right, especially if you have a good title, and Wonder Woman will be a great title for yeah. that month. Yeah. Um, and then they moved, Warner's moved Godzilla versus Khan out of November into May of 2021. So it's going to be a summer picture and that's probably where it would play much better. A year from the original release date, yeah. which is good. Yeah. Unhinged uh, was originally going to come out July 1st, but with Tenant moving, it decided to move back to July 10th, which to be honest with you, a Friday opening is just so much easier to schedule yeah. and book. And with some theaters being weekends only right now it you know due to the virus i just think it was better to open it on a friday so and if you don't have a blockbuster or a very patriotic movie there's no reason to open it the Before. week yeah. of july 4th right open it on a friday or don't open it yeah july 4th is really hit or miss for a lot of theaters um it, you got people usually and pre-COVID times, you would have a lot of um, competition that week with rodeos or just community events, the fireworks, barbecues, if weather plays a huge role in it. If it's really, really nice out, people are out doing stuff because they got the time off. So for theaters, it's not always the best weekend. But if you've got rainy weather or a virus that cancels all of the public <laughs> events. Can't, can't relate. <laughs> <laughs> then it could be a really good weekend for you. But I think this is still smart on Solstice to move it out of that July 4th. Yeah. And, and we've got three that are moving up in the batting order, which okay. is always exciting to get a date moved up right now. Right. So uh, James Bond, No Time to Die, moved from uh, the day before Thanksgiving to... Uh, November 20th, the weekend before. Yep. So what, five days? Yeah, which is great. I mean, you get the full weekend and then you still get Thanksgiving weekend. And yeah. I and, and then I saw some commentary where people are saying, oh, James Bond lost, it will maybe lose out on having the highest, you know, 
pre-Thanksgiving opening, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, hey, I don't care about records on first day openings. I want it to last. We need big grosses. We need big weekends. Yeah. No no Wednesday gross has ever been a big weekend gross. No. You've got to get the weekends in. Friday, yeah. Saturday, Sunday. Yeah. Or your bread and butter. So I think that was smart on United Artists's, you know, able to move no time to die the james bond movie up to the pre the weekend before thanksgiving um greenland from stx moved out of august in on to um july 31st so that tenant weekend so we'll have um, just counting on audiences yeah tenant brings people in and they you've got might want to go see greenland yep your second best action right. movie coming out <laughs> so we'll see how Mulan i is. mean i don't want to assume <laughs> but if i'm gonna take a guess here <laughs> gerard, gerard butler versus a comet yeah <laughs> Then uh, Bill and Ted Face the Music moved from August 21st to August 14th. They moved into that Wonder Woman weekend. Yeah. So that'll be good. And I saw the trailer for that. We talked about it last week. It's we did. Just, yeah. It's just good all around. I'm ex- I'm actually kind of excited for that one. I have not booked a Bill and Ted movie yet uh, as part of my repertory bookings, <laughs> <laughs> surprisingly. Maybe you're when just, it gets You closer. just threw that out there. Now you're going to be booking these know, all I over the place. I know. I just jinxed myself. <laughs> what did you do? <laughs> yeah. um, then Sony kind of dropped Broken Hearts Gallery on us last week, just out of the blue. And they just, I don't know. Do they still have a trailer for it? Nope. They still don't have a trailer. They have a rating, but not a trailer. What is it rated? PG-13. Okay. 13 rom-com yeah teen love stuff that requires pg-13 okay demi lovato produced produced (laughs) i thought it was selena gomez or Or selena gomez one of those one of the disney channel stars one of those one of the ladies produced it but that (laughs) just producing it doesn't mean that you're you know gonna draw people in from that but that's fine um they moved uh from july 10th which to july 17th um and took that old tenant spot. That's fine. Um, it just gives them more time to get a trailer and get people to market. So <laughs> I'm fine. Just, I was just thinking that. Yeah, yeah we I'm should fine probably, with that movement. We should probably cut a trailer at some point, right? <laughs> Something to play. We've had it for <laughs> 10 days now. They're laying like, back on the couch. Nah. We've yeah. had information on it for 10 days and still not a trailer. Right. I mean, just give you, give us the first three minutes of the movie. Give us something. Something. To work yeah. off of. Just a scene. Um, and then the final one we have is St. Maud is f- for sure going to release on July 17th, but it's a little crazy given that um, with COVID and being having theaters at 50% capacity, the studio is asking for a four-week minimum. And I had Saints, in the back yeah. of my mind thought that might be a possibility with some of the bigger titles like Mulan, like I wouldn't be surprised if Disney didn't ask for four weeks. Um, Something crazy. Yes. Because of the fact that it's 50% capacity in these, in these um, theaters and they're not able to get the same volume of people in at a time. But uh, I don't know. It just, it makes me be like, ah, (laughs) you know, just, I don't if, like I don't like seeing that as a as a sales policy by yeah, any means. A24 even in COVID, can ask for it. What's next? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So I hope this is not a new normal. I hope A twenty four really rethinks the this. I I mean, if it's if it's working, the theater will keep it. You don't need to require it. But if it's not working, then punishing the theater by making them keep it. I mean, if I if zero people have come in and I've earned zero dollars 
like using that showtime is not helping anybody. So yeah, exactly. This movie's already going to be a hard sell. Like, I mean, it could be really it, good. That's probably why they're asking for it because yeah. it is probably really good. But I don't know for a horror movie from a24 usually they can do some good business but at the oh, same yeah. time they get a well, lot of it's gonna hit be, and miss re- reception it's gonna be upscale it's gonna be certain markets and those markets are usually in urban areas and they're not open right now yeah. so you you can't look to the little towns that don't play that kind of product normally and don't have the audience for it and be like you have to have it for four weeks and take advantage of the situation that there's been nothing new yeah. out there like a certain point that's not really helping theaters at all no it's not even helping them huh. <laughs> it doesn't it doesn't make sense on either side no but it kind of makes me think that they've put it out there and if they're willing to do that because we haven't seen the policies from the bigger guys yet on on like mulan or tenant or wonder woman or these things moving forward we don't know what they're what their stuff is their their minimums are going to be minimum week play weeks are going to be yet yeah, um, oh. <laughs> another another release date we have is uh, Relic is going to be a drive-in exclusive for July 3rd. Who's putting out Relic? IFC. IFC. So okay. uh, I talked to the rep at IFC, shout out to Jasper. <laughs> and uh, they're going to be doing, he said it's the first drive-in exclusive in over 50 years. For IFC or just in, ge- in general? In the whole industry. In the industry that oh IFC knows. Of. So, the first drive in exclusive. Now, that's a record. High wow. top or hard tops, high tops. Hard tops can get <laughs> it starting on July 10th, which right. is also the VOD date. But it is interesting to try out a new model. Yeah. To try something. They're, you know, everybody's looking for anything they can get. And why not push it to drive ins and see if this is a real model for IFC slate, which are. R-rated, adult, generally horror movies. Yeah. <laughs> that could work for a driving crowd. It could work for a driving crowd. You also so, have to be careful. It depends on the area the drive-in's in. I know that I book drive-ins in some really conservative areas, and we just don't play those type of movies on the screen because you can't shield the screen from, say, like a highway and stuff. And so you just got to be careful with um, some of the some of that that kind of rated R gruesome stuff being on the screen. Some kid on the highway might not see something that they weren't meant to see. Yeah, <laughs> especially if it's got boobies in it. Or especially if stuff. it's got boobies in it. <laughs> I remember we accidentally played Fifty Shades of Grey at a drive-in, and it got a lot of negative. <laughs> we were like, what were we thinking? <laughs> none of us caught it we're just Just like oh this is gonna be a big movie let's play it just a fun night of the drive-in whatever goes on goes on the cars yeah so (laughs) many boobies from the highway got so many negative calls it was bad i learned my lesson everybody learned our lesson hey it was worth it was worth a shot for some sort of theme for the drive-in oh my gosh (laughs) in retrospect maybe not quite a good idea Oh, speaking of good ideas, we've got two big chains coming online. Yeah, Regal's coming back July 10th, probably for Unhinged. And Cinemark was already slated to come back 717, I think, for Tenet, but they're going to miss. They're um, missing Unhinged now. And you get them a week early for Mulan to get the operations yeah. up and going. So, yeah. as much as we uh, are proponents of independent theaters, we're glad to have more theaters opening. Yep. It yeah, kinda, it kind of gives like a sure sign of things kind of being safe and back to normal. 
Right. Kind of gives people thinking like, okay, if these big guys are open, then these little guys surely are. Well, I think it just suit. reinforces with the studios as well to keep their release dates yeah. and to move stuff up because, you know, the the independents account for something like twenty percent of the screen count nationwide, yeah. and so it is really hard to want to release your movies on just twenty percent of available screens. So having these guys back on just hopefully will reinforce um to the studios that it's okay to keep your release dates where they're at or move them up oh. then what else we got guys what other announcements well um wonder bros announced that they're gonna do kind of a free convention virtual convention for dc all things dc comics uh so pretty much they're just gonna be hosting um a convention on the internet where it's like for free like anyone can join up on it and they can see news for like upcoming dc movies comics games uh and apparently like we will be getting some news for upcoming movies of theirs like wonder woman and the snyder cut and but the may- snyder may- cut's not coming to theaters no but I- i'm just giving examples <laughs> maybe they might also yeah. announce stuff for aquaman too i don't know maybe Ooh. henry cavill announces he's back as superman i don't oh, know so aquaman too oh somebody somebody perked up <laughs> yeah. i had a perked up that's a the little. most awake i've seen you all week <laughs> <laughs> oh jason You're- momoa back what the warm sand on your toes yeah <laughs> jason momoa approaches oh so does if- he have a pina colada <laughs> i happy. mean he could okay good <laughs> Or uh, Bahama Mama. Insert Or Mai Tai. (laughs) I have so many luscious drinks to have. She can't wait, folks. She can't wait. As long as he has the drink. Yeah, so I don't know. (laughs) If people are interested in DC Comics or... That sounds kind of fun. Yeah, exactly. It could just be a fun event that's for free. You get to hear from actors and directors and creators of sorts. And yeah, I don't know. Something to take advantage of. Maybe something to promote for upcoming dc content Hmm. if you can figure it out i guess oh nice well what else we got oscar stuff we actually have oscar news this is weird i don't i don't (laughs) know why like they're always news but they're always changing their rules so it's not too surprising (laughs) to get oscar news at least to me so i guess the awards are moving from august or from february 2021 to april 2021 uh nope sorry yes yes that end is of, correct end of april yep end of april that's gonna be weird like because they're just always historically like end of january or f- end of february now and now they're in april is that just to give it more time for um films to be re- released for eligibility requirements yeah they extended the eligibility requirements from January of this year all the way to February 28th, 2021. So basically when the awards were supposed to happen. Uh, We'll see if that date gets changed again or if it stays. But as of now for this award ceremony and these times, like they're just figuring that's the best option for their show. Yeah. Then they will also enable a strict 10 picture nominee policy so that we will always get 10 picture nominees. Yeah, that seems to be what's happening. Because um, there were a few years we got eight and we probably could have had 10. I This last year? Yeah, yeah. for sure. Um, I don't know. It's hit and miss for me on this idea. Like there's some years where it's so crowded, it makes sense to have 10. But then there's other years like, I don't know, last year, the year before where, you know, there's only like a handful, like maybe eight at most like right. really good movies that are worthy of it so we'll see how that plays out i'm not really a big fan of it but it's not going to 
into effect until the year 2022 when the following yeah oscars, um, oscars are so for now it's still in that weird range of like eight to ten i don't think choosing. having more nominees is that much of an issue because it just they get to use it for their marketing purposes sure maybe market I, the films a little bit better but they're because there only can be one winner so I love the yeah. idea of getting the oddball sneaked in there. Yeah. Like when oh, it was and, like, and you know that's going to happen. When it was like uh, Dewey Cox, Walk Hard, had a bunch of nominations. <laughs> Razzie <laughs> you know, ones? No. There were, he had, uh, there were Oscar, a few Oscar nominations that were involved in that movie. I'm almost positive. I can look it up for you. I'm almost you like. positive. Yeah. Nope. I'm sticking to it. All right. Well, that's my hot take of the day. Someone's going to check and be like, oh, uh, you're wrong. Dewey Cox. The... <laughs> yeah. I'm almost positive there were there were at least a couple. Wait, I thought that was a comedy where he's like, it was. look away, Dewey, and they're doing the no, drugs. No, I know. Believe me, it was not a good movie, but it was fun to see it on the list. I don't think it made an Oscar nomination. A Razzie, probably. Sure. Do you mean um, no, Walk I, the Line? No. That no, one, probably. No, I mean the, <laughs> the oddball stupid one. Oh, with John C. Riley. Yeah. Actually, I, th- that is... I believe that is true. I believe it did what? get. Uh, well, actually, I'm seeing only Golden Globes. Okay. I was going to say. I'll keep looking, but I'm pretty sure it's Golden Globes, but not Oscars. I but like, it actually did get quite a bit of praise. I like the Golden time. Globes better anyway. Stop <laughs> it. Okay. <laughs> okay, Ken. Okay, Ken. <laughs> Screen Actors Guild. Yes, please. <laughs> Uh, but on top of that, the Oscars are also going to um, work on creating representation and inclusion standards. They haven't announced any specifics on it, but um, they're just going to be trying to come up with some things. Hopefully, they're rules that make sense. Um, you know, with the yeah. Oscars, sometimes they come up with weird ideas that aren't Most good. Most popular film. Yeah, exactly. So we'll see how this turns out. Hopefully, it's um, Hopefully it makes sense for the awards, but also um, for the world that we're in. Because yeah, I, I think it's time. Right. Let's let's change things up, Oscars. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> well, I think that's it for news. Should we get to the best part of the podcast? <laughs> <laughs> sure, we can. Did, did you want to start, Cody, on no, what wanna, movies you've seen? No, I want to go with you first. I did watch my one of my movies this week. That's fair, though. I've seen how this yeah. week has gone, so yeah. it, it's fine. <laughs> and we moved the podcast up a day to be accommodate some of us being gone on Friday, which is when we normally record our podcasts, and I missed a whole extra night. So, mm-hmm. And we're going to be gone next week, so Kyle's going to do a one-man show next week, I one think. One-man show. We're just going to skip next week. Because <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I think as soon as people are like, oh, it's only Kyle. No, I'm, I'm good. I'm good. Hi. No, that's not why. Hi, I'm Kyle. Hi. <laughs> I, I remember that being my name. Anyway, <laughs> welcome to the podcast. I'm just going to talk about the movies I actually wanted to watch this week. Not what I was forced to watch. I purged on so many great movies. Yeah. <laughs> so how was... Three Musketeers. The I, defi- Cody's definitive version of I the Three Musketeers. I like that movie so much. What did you love about it? <laughs> I loved the that... part where it uh, went black and ended. <laughs> that was my favorite part. I loved when I told my girlfriend that I had to see this movie and she goes, oh, that's terrible. <laughs> oh, that's not good. What? Has yeah. That, has that happened before with any of these? No. She doesn't <laughs> see quite as many movies as I do, but for sure she saw that one. She was like, it's not good. So it is not what good. What was the best part, though? Who was the best character? It had an all-star cast, so who was the best character? 
I will say Mila Jovich. Jo- yeah. Jokic. How do you spell Jovovich? Jovovich. Yeah, there's an extra syllable in yeah. there. Oh, that's the worst. Anyway, <laughs> she was actually the best part, but I think because. As Milady. As Milady. Because she's so cheesy throughout the whole yeah. thing. Cause I, I, I don't know if that's just the way she acts in all of her movies or if she just knew what she was in and she just embraced it. But she was easily like just the most entertaining part. My favorite is Orlando Bloom for that same reason. I could he not, really plays it up. and oh, He plays it up like Johnny Depp does for the rest of the Pirates movies. <laughs> yeah. That's the impression, which makes sense because this was in 2011. So he was still working with him right. on like so many of the sequel so he was probably like hey that works so i'll just do that but no i don't think this movie is not very good <laughs> this movie is not it's not very good so at all fun. so to recap it's not very good it's not very good that's it as, is that's as, so that's fun as, and awesome that's as dark as kyle can get he came and say it's bad if it's bad it's not bad it's just not very good it's just it's not very good <laughs> It's not. I'm I, I a was, little disappointed they didn't make a sequel because I wanted to know what happened with the. I was expecting like a total train Zeppelins. wreck, which luckily it was not that. But I could easily see why there was no sequel made because there was a point where I forgot that this movie was about the Three Musketeers. <laughs> like all of a sudden, there's just 15 minutes of not a single musketeer, and I'm like, "What movie is this about?" <laughs> yeah. And then they come in and <laughs> they're like. I don't even remember. Like they're going after a necklace for some reason. I'm like, oh, it's the the three musketeers. It's the guys. That's yeah. what I'm here for. And yeah, I just would they're always going forget after what the, the movie's necklace about. So that the queen doesn't get okay, framed we, for having an affair, which she was not having. Can we go on to yours Cardinal now? So evil. we've spent more time on this movie than <laughs> than the it filming crew did. <laughs> <laughs> Fine. I watched One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest. Oh, and a classic. It, it was actually good. Um, it was very well scripted. It was very well acted. Um, I thought casted super well. Like all the characters were interesting in their own right. It's sad. I hated the nurse. She was awful. She was like lord over this little dominion, and she ruled with an iron fist, but like in a really subtle way. Like, mm-hmm. but she was not going to have her authority be questioned, and and um. And so it it was sad the way she pushed the mental patients because, I don't know, it's just always hard to watch me. mentally ill people to begin with. It was also weird because um, given it was weird to watch it in the context of the BLM protests that we're having right now and stuff because all of the orderly characters were black males and then being ruled over by this like white woman that yeah. was definitely a Karen. Oh, she's 100%. <laughs> she's like the worst Karen. She's like the worst of the Karens. Yeah. And so that was a weird context to watch it in. And then my other part that I was really taken aback was, but that I laughed at, and I don't think it was supposed to be funny, is every time um, Jack Nicholson referred to a female anatomy as a beaver. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I was like, he's calling it a beaver. I've heard that before, but it was just really funny to hear it in a movie, like, so serious, like, that's what we're calling it. And then he had this whole line about, because he went to prison for statutory rape of having sex with, like, a 15-year-old girl. And he's just like, when that red, young beaver is in your face, and I'm like, oh, my God, this is so uncomfortable. (laughs) 
it's weird he's saying this. I can only imagine how you felt by yeah. that. Just so many <laughs> different like, emotions. I thought the most uncomfortable part and possibly the funniest part of that movie is when he gets suffocated at the very end. Oh, yeah. So um, after, through a series of Unintentionally events. Unintentionally funny. He, um, uh, Jack Nicholson's character is this guy that gets transferred for pr- from prison to be evaluated. And he... It, is obviously faking mental illness because he just wants an easy street out of prison. Like he thinks that this going here would be like a piece of cake for, for his last 60 days. He doesn't realize that being transferred, they can hold him indefinitely. So at the beginning he fakes these mental illness and acts crazy. And then he realizes that he, if by doing that he's stuck there forever and then he, so then he's like, I'm going to escape. And then, and then they try to come up with these plans to escape. But then before they escape, he decides to bribe the night orderly and they have a party and um, get bring some girls in and get all the mental patients um, drunk and stuff. And then in the next morning, the horrible nurse ratchet comes back and um, she just humiliates the youngest stuttering boy, Billy, to the point where he commits suicide. And then that throws mcmurphy jack nicholson's character over the edge and he like chokes her out and i'm like yeah get her get her kill her kill her her. i wanted her to so bad but after that they lobotomize him Mm. which is in itself crazy like it's just crazy that that was ever a thing that you did to people like just tore out pieces of their brain to make them just vegetables basically so at the end when they're when um chief the native american guy is gonna is going to finally like get out of there because he mcmurphy's back they um he realizes he's been lobotomized and he's just nothing there's nothing there anymore and so he suffocates him with a pillow and then the then his face after he pulls the pillow off because they show his face it's like open mouth his eyes rolled back of his head but open it it looks hilarious but it's one of so the, inappropriate to not, laugh at probably not meant to be it's hilarious. one of the best unintentionally funny parts of any movie but then it also <laughs> makes you really uncomfortable because as chief is suffocating mcmurphy um it's like native american music playing over like mm. like the, he's calling upon his ancestors or something to give him strength to do this it was really weird yeah all these films are time capsules but I think even then, like yeah. <laughs> some people had to have been like, made really? uncomfortable by parts of this. You couldn't have just either had silence or had orchestra music. You needed a different like, type of score. You not... needed the f- the flute and Ode to Joy playing over it. Yeah, something <laughs> the Native American drums and the flute playing. <laughs> yeah, I could I could see why that might be a bit problematic, or at least it was just it just inter- it's just weird to have. your modern context you know you always got to remember that these are like ken said time capsules for sure for sure in it um you've seen uh some like it hot and singing in the rain we're gonna delve really dark before we get to the end of this list (laughs) no i wasn't that wasn't as dark as i thought it was gonna be but still all right time for apocalypse now no <laughs> well, she still has to see saving private ryan. I do. So that'll, saving be, private ryan. that'll be the next one yeah i'll try to get that tonight but you'll never know until <laughs> i have a lot of time until <laughs> not next week but the now. week after yeah so i think it'll be okay <laughs> yeah. i'm looking on the first pages list for something positive and promising i gotta more. look for something fun for kyle 
fun, like, quote unquote. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Is it going to be a silly romantic comedy? A movie that's inappropriate to ask an employee to watch? <laughs> <laughs> We're not asking as employees, but as friends. <laughs> is it, it going to be another another movie that's just not good? <laughs> all well, of that I have is a yes. feeling that he's going to think all these movies are just not good, but they are. There was a few that you asked me like weeks ago where I was like, oh, those are actually movies I've heard are good and want to check out. But you've been giving me the Three Musketeers. <laughs> the Seventh Warrior. What was that movie called? The Thirteenth, 13th 13th Warrior. Warrior. The Seventh Warrior is much better. <laughs> um, just skip 8 through 12 <laughs> pick a number between 1 and 20 Kyle 18 18 so 2 up from the bottom 1, 2, 3, 4, 5 cut this part 7, 9 no this is good material are you kidding me 18 is super troopers okay I'll do that one because you've not seen that one, right? one I have in, not seen that one one and oh. two to cleanse your palate who wants a mustache right <laughs> I got when Super Troopers 2 came out um, one of the promotion things I got were these yellow sunglasses that have the fake mustache on it but on the mm-hmm. side it said the mustache rides again <laughs> that's so inappropriate sorry <laughs> it's okay as the podcast is chill it's yeah. not the can you still space. see the picture on uh, silverscreeninsider.com why you can yes until we do our website revamp and i get something more professional you can see me in those yellow sunglasses and that, that part's in for the free, about right? us section that part's for free that part is for free but if you want the <laughs> detailed film news uh it's a small subscription fee yep 25 dollars a month yes all right <laughs> So uh, thank you everyone for listening to oh, this. Oh, you got something? I got to find out what mine is oh, besides right. saving Sorry. private Ryan. Oh, so we put another war movie on there, Kyle. Well, let Kyle pick because I actually enjoyed his last pick. Oh, I was. <laughs> I don't want you to pick. I was gonna say saving private Ryan will be fine because no, I know my punishment is. Oh, right. what am I? Pu- what's my punishment scene for not seeing saving private Ryan? It's, I don't know. The Kyle's pun- about ready to announce it. <laughs> I mean, I'm just saying, like since I've seen. How hellish the bookings have been lately. I think that should be punishment enough. I'll be nice, which is not probably not shocking, okay. but <laughs> I'll take it this time. <laughs> but if you were to pick a movie and say I had time, I won't not be on the river, but say I had time, what should I look forward to? Mm, are we only doing page one? I forget. No, you no. do whatever you want. Do page Two or three. Torture away. Uh, how about American Graffiti? Oh, good one. Harrison Ford, George yeah. Lucas. Yeah. Okay, I've had to book that. An American classic. Yeah, that I one's do good. Like me some I think you like that Ford. one. It's got the cars in it, it's right? It's not Harrison Ford. Harrison Ford. It's like Harrison Ford learning it's, how to act. Yeah, Harrison it's, Ford. It's pre Harrison Ford. I thought he was really young. Like, um... no, it's just it's just like, hey, you're super handsome. You want to be in a movie? <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah. It's not. It's not you're not going to see signs of Indiana Jones or Han Solo in there. <laughs> but you, I think you will like that one. Okay. Yeah. Sweet. Do we have anything else? No. Oh, do do you want us to keep going? Or are you ready to crash <laughs> out? I would like to crash. You want I that think. pina colada? Oh my gosh. Yes. <laughs> yes. Although I think I might want to nap more. <laughs> nap first than pina colada. Yeah. In the business space. Uh. Right. <laughs> I'm going to get... We're, we might do some adjusting here in the office and our podcast studio might move out of my office into another part. And uh, if it does, if and when it does, I'm going to get a couch in here. <laughs> 
so that way we can take naps during the podcast. Yeah, everybody gets a nap. <laughs> we can wake Cody up for her hot takes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, then on that note, thank you everyone for listening to this episode. You can find uh, all of our other episodes on all podcast platforms as well as at silverscreeninsider.com where if you're a theater owner or manager needing uh, marketing information or uh, marketing materials for all past and future movies, you can find them all on our site. So can we find American Graffiti materials yes. on? <laughs> Maybe. He sounds very check. confident. It's universal. Pretty sure. Yes, <laughs> I think so. Pretty right. sure. We'll double check that. Okay. <laughs> Just check in. By we'll the see. time you get this, he will have it. I'll, 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 if we don't, I'll make sure Universal takes care of that. Wait. They only gave me so much. <laughs> was Super Troopers Fox? Uh, the second one was. I have no idea if the first think, one was. I think that's now Disney. Just yeah. thinking about oh, that. Oh, there's lots of fun ones that are now Disney, which yeah. is hilarious. But they and keep... they'll never show that. No. They'll never reveal those Die cards. hard. Yeah, they keep <laughs> coming up in some of these repertory bookings. And we're like, no, that's Fox. and That's now Disney. And they are not going to let you do it. So, which is uh, dumb, but whatever. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, okay. um, maybe there's no podcast next week. No Hopefully, podcast. we'll come back soon, though. We'll come back stronger, well rested, maybe with a tan from the river. Hopefully, with a trophy fish or at least embellished stories of the fish. Tune in next week for Kyle's one man show. One man, one mic. More like yeah. one man train wreck. <laughs> that's, for, that's let's be real. That's what it would be. <laughs> Kyle sits quietly in front of a microphone for 45 minutes. Right. <laughs> I, I usually wait for the others to say something. <laughs> this is not going that well. <laughs> Come back to find uh, effigy or decoys in our places. <laughs> we can get cardboard cutouts. Just They're our faces just on chairs. Sitting in the chair and go, so Cody, what do you think about? Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I turned mad for the one week you were gone. <laughs> Kyle goes feral. Yeah. <laughs> So possibly tune in for that, I guess. Yeah. Have a good weekend. Bye.